0: Hello and welcome to Heroes Unmasked. Staff stories from Leeds Teaching Hospitals NHS Trust with me, Caroline Verdon. Here's a question for you. What do world-class Mahjong players and professional footballers have to do with Leeds Teaching Hospitals? Answer, they all work for the hospitals. This series goes behind the scenes to meet directors, doctors, support staff and everyone in between to find out who the people behind the masks really are. Welcome to episode five. I hope you've had a lovely week. Uh, This week, my guest is Ifil Luigi Bayo, who is a senior project nurse within the professional development team. But what a lot of people don't know about her is that she had her own mental health crisis during COVID, which has spurred her on to help other people with theirs. So let's start at the beginning then. Um, Tell me a little bit about your mental health crisis.
1: What happened was I was already in a difficult situation before the pandemic started, actually. I had some personal, you know, family issues that actually affected me so much and sort of started to affect my mental health already. And then when the pandemic started, about three months after that, I was faced with a lot of difficult situations at work at home, in the community, I think more so at work, of course, for those of us who were healthcare staff, I mean, nurse, we were now having to sort of wear masks, gowns, goggles, and all of that. And especially when it was summer, it was so hard, having to wear all the aprons and all of that before you go in to see patients. And you just get so, so warm sometimes and get soap, but you can't get out of it because you have to keep your PPE on. You think they are little things, but when you're on the ward, walking constantly with all of that PPE in a very warm and humid weather, it's hard.
0: What happened when you realized then that you were having mental health problems?
1: I remember that at the beginning, I wasn't really sure what was happening to me. And then eventually uh, I started thinking, yeah, I- I'm not quite right. I need to seek help. But I stalled a bit, and that was the mistake I made. I thought, I have it in hand. I'll be okay. So I sort of took more time having my walk, you know, sort of trying to, and it was a difficult period because we were all old up inside. So it was just only me and my husband sometimes and the kids. And um, I remember that at some point, my husband said to me, I'm really worried about you. And he's never said that to me before. And at that point, I thought I need to seek help now. So I, I did get in touch with my GP and sought some help. I was on therapy for about three, four months. I started to be very honest with myself and um you know knowing when things are not looking very good and then i am now I think I've learned that i, I don't just Think oh it will be okay and just stall and leave things like for when it comes to you know your health you don't do that so even though I'm a healthcare staff I, I, I did that and I know that sometimes we do that but that's not good we we should seek help immediately we're not you know feel like something's not right something's off.
0: You were saying earlier that you have learned so much from this period of your life.
1: I have Caroline, <laughs> it's the hardest period I can think of. But like I said, what, what, what the things that I've learned from it is actually that no, no situation is, is totally negative. There's always some positive in it. There's always something to learn. I've now come to understand and to, to value and to be intentional about setting my boundaries with friends, family, because I think previously I wasn't doing too well with that. So that did affect me, but I now understand why boundaries are very important now. I think
0: that's something so many people struggle with. Somebody asks for help and you just go, yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. And
0: before you know it, there's none of you left.
1: I, I am that person. I used to be that person a lot. And f- if you have that kind of personality, you give so much that you lose yourself in the process. And oftentimes, people who are like that, like myself, they don't take care of themselves. So you can do all of that, but you look after yourself too. You show yourself the same empathy. But but, but we often don't look inwards. We just give out, 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 and then we don't. So I've really learned from that that I really need to set my boundaries and look after myself. You should actually know the sort of extent of your capabilities. Um, You should know what it is you're able to provide without it affecting you negatively. And another thing is that for for people like myself, you know, who who readily, you know, want to help and give, um, the, the other thing is that sometimes when they don't then get it in return in their own hour of need, they feel let down. Because I know that I feel that way. I often expect people to, to be like me because I am like that. I'm thinking they should be like that. But it doesn't work that way because we're not all wired that way. The other thing as well is that I've now learned that there are things you don't have power over we're limited in our abilities to to deal with things. We're only humans. Sometimes when we, we put ourselves in positions where we want to deal with something that is really above our remit or is not something we can control, you, you, you then start to get very frustrated. But the truth is, it's not something within your control. So I've also learned that I can't control everything.
0: Oh, and that's a really hard lesson to learn, isn't it? Um When it comes to all these things that you have taken on board, do you think it's actually changed your behavior at work as well as personally?
1: Definitely. Because another thing, as well, was that I remember that previously I was very, very afraid of conflict. I don't like conflict at work. I'm that person that would try to do everything to just make things, you know, work. So I would. I don't want to rock the board. And so when it, there are issues that you should actually be flagging to others, talking about, I'm just like, I think let me just leave it as it is and just you know. So I'll be the person who will just sort of accept and not, not, not wanting to, to bring up any issues. But but I remember that during that period as well, um, there were a lot of issues going on. And so at that point, I had a situation with a colleague that I was supposed to, to sort of deal with, but that I did not deal with and left it. And so it, it continued to, you know, get worse and worse and worse until one day it exploded. And that was a big learning for me that in life there will be situations of conflict. It's just the way it is. And leaving them and not dealing with them is never the way to go.
0: And do you find that you're aware more of other people's mental health?
1: That's another good thing from the negative situation. It made me to be more compassionate. It made me to see people more, you know, see people more than what they're actually telling me. I could read people better. When, when people behaved in a particular way, I could understand better and sort of empathize better why they were behaving in that way because I could see myself in them. I started to realize that actually there are a lot of underlying things why people behave the way they behave. You know, it's like an iceberg. We only see what's at the top. There's a lot of stuff at the bottom that we're not seeing. It really helped me to see that
0: And has your viewpoint on mental health changed?
1: Tremendously, Caroline. Tremendously. I'm now a mental health first hater. And so, you know, it's sort of driven me to sort of even empower myself to help other people as well. So as a mental health first hater now, I can support colleagues within my team, or even the larger team, even in my community, people I meet within my community. As a mental health first now, I can support anybody. But most importantly, it sort of helped me to pick up, you know, warning signs. I think we're good at looking after our families, our friends, checking with them to see the okay and all that. But we need to check with ourselves as well, because I feel that like we, we neglect that. So, so we need to look after ourselves as well as others. It's when we are, you know, fit and well that we can then
0: extend that hand to other people. That's so true. And I think it's something that a lot of us overlook as well. Uh, Ife Luigi Bayo, thank you so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, coming up on next week's episode, we speak to Alastair Bailey. Now, he is the lead nurse with Stroke Services. But what a lot of people don't know is that it was actually the passing of his mum at a very young age that made him want to take that leap and join the healthcare profession himself. So Alistair will be joining us next week to talk more about his inspirations. Heroes Unmasked is an Under the Masked audio production.